You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good evening, gentlemen. It's good to see you both. Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive, eh? Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'd say looking good, but there's a mirror here, and hey. Uh-huh. And, and joining us again, again, like I said the last time, parents, put your kids to bed. Ned, how are you? I'm fine. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> You're about the most <laughs> modest, well-behaved person we have on when <laughs> when you do come on. So yeah, uh, you don't have to put you don't have to put the kids to bed, parents. Uh, it's good. As a matter of fact, sit him down, let him listen to this guy. He might actually be able to talk some more sense, and he has a nice accent to go along with it. You know, we we Americans we don't have the uh, we don't have the nice and nice modest accents like the uh, like the English or. Uh, our Aussie cousins or anything like that, or our New Zealand brethren and, and sisters down there. We we don't have the cool accents, do we, Bruce? No, no. In fact, I don't even have the accent of my home area. So I don't either. I don't either. I think I went back point of view where, I, where people say the grass is greener. Yeah. You wouldn't want this accent if you lived there. Well, I mean, I went back. Uh, I went back a couple of years ago, and I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to two or three people have a conversation at the table, and I just kind of turned to them and I said, "Huh." What what did you say? <laughs> I can't follow it anymore because I've been out of it. I mean, yeah. it's like I've just kind of developed my own. It, it's like uh, it's like Marty. I've just developed my own accent now. I mean, being around other people and being all over and working with different native and non-native English speakers, it's it's just kind of taken on a, a thing of its own. But anyway, all right, I, I'm getting off on that. Let's get right into the meat and potatoes. Ned, you and I have been talking off and on via telephone the last uh, last couple of weeks. And uh, I asked you to come back on because, well, quite frankly, the listeners love you. The numbers show it. Those are probably the highest numbers we've had in the last uh, three or four months uh, since you've been on in a single day. So apparently they love what you have to say. Uh, so where do you want to go with this? I, I'm not I'm not going to. Um, I've got literally got nothing planned. I've got a couple of pieces of audio to go over from uh, what's going on in Australia. The Italians are hitting the streets tonight. The Swiss are, yeah, the Swiss are out in the streets tonight. But I do have a couple pieces of audio from uh, the Premier of New South Wales, <laughs> who will soon to be the former Premier of New South Wales, and Premier of Victoria, Dan Andrews. Uh, I've got uh, got audio from both of these, but we can get into that. We can go with that as we uh, as we go along. I have absolutely no plans. I have absolutely no idea what this is going to be about, what we're going to talk about. Ned, what do you have? Where would you like to start? Well, I don't know. It's really, I mean, it's, it's basically trying to stay on top of things. And now we know the gameplay, which seems to be going in the same direction without any common sense. I mean, we covered all the, the COVID ways and what it was causing or what the vaccine doesn't do. We've been there. We said things. People are coming out from the woodwork that have actually, I mean, people of voice are saying that they want people to attend their social outings with or without a passport. This passport thing is just stupid. I, I mm. do not get it. I do not understand why a vaccine that actually doesn't cure anything because it's not an old type vaccine because it's gene technology. It actually, okay, 
It helps you cope with the worth points. Might even help you survive the COVID. But from that, from then on, they don't know the long-term effects of it, and it doesn't stop you getting it, and it doesn't stop you passing it on. So why do you have to? People have to know whether you've had it or not. When if you've actually probably caught COVID, got over it, your own immunity will give you a faster, longer immunity to COVID than the vaccine. And then if you take the vaccine, you could actually be causing your so you could have a really abnormal reaction to it. Not saying you will. Some people have, some people haven't. Um, and unless you do have an abnormal reaction to it and get through it, and you're of some position, then it isn't voiced. I mean, there's very few people are actually being allowed to actually voice their opinions. I mean, the the media outlets are still a, very much so of a closed network, and uh, every you know the people just call they're, they're just called naysayers, and it is just incredible. I mean, in this country, you've got even more problems with the NHS app because it's a track and trace app and they've got people reporting when they come in contact with uh, somebody that's positive, tested positive. So they could get together in a house or somewhere else, whatever, and then maybe one of their children because the schools are giving out test sets and they then get tested positive and then they got to go get a proper PCR test and whatever. But then the parent then will, will, will report in that they probably went around a friend's house and whatever. And then they might give some people's names. But even if they don't, that household is seen as a household, irrespective of whether somebody was there or not. So say you've got two adults and a, and a child. One adult and a child were there. The other adult might be at work or might be out doing something else or whatever. But then they will then get somebody from a call center or, or you'll get a text saying you've got to isolate. And then basically irrespective it'll just go out boom, who's in the house that's it well they might not have all been there so somebody might ignore it or get upset by it then they have a phone call with them and it's like having a call center a person with a tip box not with any medical know-how they'll just go oh but so you've got to do this you've got to do this you've got to do this and then that is where you get the confrontation but i wasn't present but it we it's been reported to us that you've been in contact with uh no i live here but I was not present and those people have gone. The law it actually states that you cannot, you don't have to isolate if you're in contact with a contact that may have been in contact with somebody. Otherwise, if somebody was went positive and he went into a supermarket where that one person might have been, can you imagine the domino effect? It's just incredibly stupid. Yeah. It's yeah, I, so I disorganized. It's, it is just well, no good. <laughs> It, it is it is no good. You're absolutely right. Uh, we were talking briefly, very briefly, as we were kind of doing some prep here, as in, you know, getting our uh, making sure everybody was ready and all that stuff. Uh, and you asked, what are the point of these vaccine passports? You just asked it again at the beginning of your uh, of your point there. What are the point of the vaccine passports? You can't do anything where I'm at. You, you can't do anything. You literally cannot do the most uh, simple things. Well, and it's the same in France. It's the same in Italy. Hell, it's it's worse in some of these other countries. You can't go to a gym. I haven't been in the gym in over a month. They put vaccine passports. They did not even tell anyone. They didn't even tell anybody. They just told- It's affecting your health. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. If you go to the gym, it's it's bad for your health. Yeah, sure. That, I mean, th this is lunacy. Th these people are insane. They are insane, clinically insane. They, they've lost their damn minds. Here's the problem. 
here's the problem you're running into. Let's say, for example, I could go to the gym right now. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big fitness person, right? You guys all know this. I, I'm, I'm big into health and fitness. That right there, hello, you're supposed to be able to go to places that keep you healthy. But see, that's not where they want you. They want you in the little box where they can control you. They want you over here in the system unhealthy so they can manage your health. They don't want you managing yourself or your that, health for that yourself. That is the biggest problem, isn't it, Johnny? Because but what gets us here in the first place was that medical dependency. Exactly, exactly. Those of us that are actually responsible and can take care of ourselves were the target. But mm. let's say for the sake of argument that there weren't the restrictions in. Now you're running the risk with this uh, people that have been that have been vaccinated. Now it's going to be the big problem. What's it doing to people that are not vaccinated? The people that have been jabbed are shedding. So now they're the ones that like everything's backwards with this. The, the, the whole let's, let's just start with the, the myth of asymptomatic spread. Complete myth. We're basing everything we're doing now on that myth. Everything is being done now all these vaccine passports is based on that myth of asymptomatic spread, which doesn't exist. OK, that's the foundation. Actually, that, no, it, it does yeah, exist ahead. now. It does exist now because when you're vaccinated, you're potentially okay, shedding yeah. virus. Yeah. So okay, now technically point. you are a, a asymptomatic spreader. So, no, in the beginning, you're right. This didn't exist. Mm -hmm. But now that we have the vaccines, technically it does exist now. Yeah. But see, here's the thing, though. They're flip again with this flipping of the agenda. They're flipping that that agenda back on itself. The people that are actually infectious, the ones that are shedding the spike proteins and getting each other infected are the ones that are being told, uh, well, it's those people that aren't vaccinated. That's the problem. You have to create the overwhelming amount of fear. Then you have to put people in a position psychologically where they're subjected to that fear. They then look for a scapegoat. They create the scapegoat by saying vaccinated versus unvaccinated. There's your scapegoat. They'll create an opposite group for one group to target to take that anger and that anguish out on. But it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense at the same time. You're literally cutting off the overwhelming majority, which I believe it is. You're cutting off the majority of these businesses' revenue. That's what it's about. That's what I said. If you're a business that puts in a vaccine passport, that's just a, a mechanism that's put in place to slow bleed your business. That's all it's meant to do. That's all it's meant to do. Because at the end, never forget what's coming. At the end of December of this year, December 31st, the CDC in America has said they will no longer be using the PCR test, the polymer chain reaction test. They will no longer be using them because they say they're just not accurate enough. You can't get an accurate reading, so we can't use them anymore. Think about what they're doing. Now they're saying at the moment, they're saying, uh, well, you can't go into this place unless you have a vaccine passport. You can obtain a vaccine passport by either A, getting a vaccine or B, showing proof of recovery. They don't even care about that anymore. That's not even really mentioned. That's going away. Even if you've been fully recovered, they don't care. They still want you to get a vaccine. So that's there for now. Or you can show proof of a negative test. They're removing the testing publicly. They've removed the mass vaccination centers. You can now only make an appointment with the GP to get it done. Uh, if you want to go that route, that's if you want to do your own research and go get it done. I don't know what to tell you, but you can do that. You're going to have to pay 40 euros, which is about 50 US dollars for a test if you want to do anything. And you can only have a test. Uh, excuse me. A test is only valid for 24 hours. But here in two and a half, three months, that's going to be over. So now they're going to remove the test. You heard Boris 
talking a while back when they first introduced the uh, the vaccine passport scheme and they said negative tests will no longer be sufficient. But then they had to backtrack on it and everything else. But they're going to pull the test anyway. That's already in the works. They're pulling it by the end of the year. So you will no longer have a uh, have an option, even if you want to show a negative test, because the test will no longer be available because they say, oh, well, they're not accurate. You dumbasses use these tests all of last year to lock everything down and destroy people's lives and businesses and wealth. Now they're pulling it away. And vaccination will only be the option that is available, just like what's, what's happening in Israel. That's your only option. And yeah, you have six months. I mean, um, yeah, well, I, more, I, more countries according are coming to in the same direction. According to who? I mean, more, uh, but this is it. No, more people are climbing on that bandwagon, and it's wrong. Because where is, I mean, media. You talk about media. There's The media was out there to play devil, devil's advocate with everything. The true heart of the media is designed to play the devil's advocate to, against. So, so there's a say against who's in power. So there's a say against who's in control. So there's a say against anything. But there is none of that anymore. It's been totally stripped away over the COVID year. I mean, there's no naysaying as much. The only naysaying that started to come out was when they started to say, well, there will be COVID passports. But even that is more of a whimper than anything. There's too much control. There's such a lack of choice. And the only the only way that we are left to combat this sort of thing is if we make our own choices. And that is to say whether we want the vaccine or whether we don't. And think about what, is, what got us there in the first place. Your medical dependency, that has got us there in the first place. We've let our lives ruin ourselves, even though, I mean, a lot of people that think they're fit aren't fit because it's not just, well, I go to work, I get up in the morning, I go to work, I'm full at work, I come back, I go down to the gym, I do this, I do go for a run, I do this, I go to bed, I watch a bit of TV, whatever. It also includes the foods you eat, the type of life you have. You could be in an office and your stress levels could be through the roof. Yeah, and most people, most people have a very high stress level as standard nowadays because, I mean, for the simplicity of it all, what has COVID done? I mean, the stress levels of people must be through the roof now thinking, yeah. Christ, I can't have a job if I don't have a passport. I can't have this. Unless, I can't go nightclubbing if I can't have a passport in certain places. I can't do this unless I have. But I really don't want to do this. So they're going. So some of them won't want to do it, but they do it. So your choice is taken away from you. and You get coerced. And no matter what happens... If you are actually naturally going away about the way you feel, you know, the heart of you, you go and do something that you don't really like, that sits on the, your subconscious like a massive big brick. And it'll just, and it's just no good. These putting these little weights on everybody, it's just bearing them down. Uh, this is where people have got to go, well, I've got to take, I've got to take me back. I've got to decide what I want to do, what my existence is. Okay, it means I'm not going to have everything that I wanted to. I'm going to have to get off this fast lane of just giving in to everything if I want something, because you're not going to achieve it. You're not going to achieve it because the life existence that is coming for everybody, which looks, it looks a seriously dark one for the standard population, is debt. Work all your life, don't have anything to pass on, but hey. Somebody says you might just be happy, but you'll have all the electronic items around you doing, telling you what to do. But you're not going to be happy. Your stress levels are going to be there. We are a race 
that needs to achieve something. I mean, achieve anything, your endorphins go for a whiz no matter what you do. I mean, if you make a cake for the first time, wow, it's an achievement. And you're going to smile and you're happy. How many smiles have been taken off people's faces in the long run? How many people don't socialize anymore? How many people don't say hello to each other anymore? And those simple, simple things, those community and social things, because we are social creatures, are needed. It's, we have to find a way to get back what we had. And it means we're going to have to go back quite a way and think, whoa. And that includes your own health because you've got to find a way. And if it means uh, you're not going to have a load of luxuries or whatever, it doesn't really matter. What really matters is your personal state because there's a lot of people that are in charge that really don't care about personal state. People seem to become numbers now. I mean, it is just quite scary that if you think about it, every caring part of the community, your hospitals, whatever, they deciding where you're going. And they don't really care because they have pressures of their own and they are just filling these tick boxes. Yeah, doctors, things like that. There's there are prescriptions. I mean, they they they've done it. I mean there's there's been so many spikes along the way with your antibiotics, everything that we've overused and overabused that people have sold down the line for money hasn't caused us any good whatsoever. You've got to remember that back in the 70s, there was a wonderful discussion back in the 70s. There was a doctor's strike in England, and I think that was about 1974. And the death rate went down. And there was a wonderful talk about this from doctors and whatever. And they said, yeah, people started to look after themselves again and not just run down to the surgery. Just so so I'm clear, there was a doctor's strike. So the doctors were not available and the death rate went down. Yeah, because people just couldn't get anywhere and they weren't. I mean, if you ring up nowadays and you want to go to a local, like you can pick anywhere in the UK. If you want to go anywhere into um, uh, um, your local community um, center where the uh, GPs are, your general practitioners and that, and you will have to get on on a certain time in the morning and there'll only be so many emergency slots to come in to be seen that day. Otherwise, the chances are you'll get in there and they'll say, well, we'll see you in about three weeks. Or you can go up accident emergency up the hospital, which then bogs that down and everything like that. And it's because a lot of people actually do go for everything and anything because they have forgotten how to actually look after themselves. And you take COVID. That is an interesting thing to think about. Like the Yale University were doing that investigating before COVID about the cold virus versus influenza. So if you had a cold, it actually kicked the influenza virus into touch. So they tried to have a look at it and how it worked against COVID. And guess what? It kicked it into touch. And also, if it was introduced at the early stages of COVID, it kicked it into touch. So this holy grail that man has been out there giving it we want to get the cure for the common cold could have been one of nature's little wonders that might have actually been keeping us on a straight and narrow and alive for an indefinite amount of period and helping us along. And all we want to do in our little blind misery is find a cure for it, which then takes away one of those little helpful elements that are there. And it's quite interesting to find that, yeah, there's things out there naturally 
and we, we we just seem to be stepping on things. We just seem to be making one big pile, one big mess, and it's all a horrible controlling mechanism. And where is it leading us? I wish somebody would have the answer because I have living yet longer to live longer. Everybody wants to live longer, but some people will live longer than others. I mean, thankfully, in my line, we live quite long. Mum's mm-hmm. still around, and she's mm-hmm. hit the three figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh bless her. Uh, oh yeah. I think she's a bit upset. She's a bit tired. <laughs> I think she's had enough. But yeah, she's still very, you know, she's still cognitive and she's still fine. She's a bit slower, but yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you mentioned but, there about, yeah. uh, you mentioned there about simple things. I, I look at that as, you know, like treatments and stuff. I, I look at that as like therapeutics. Therapeutics have been dumped all over uh, through this entire thing. They're, they're telling everybody that vaccines are your only way. Now, as all of us have agreed on here none of us are anti-vaxxers but if there's a therapeutic out there that's going to help people then that needs to be explored ivermectin has been dumped all over hydroxychloroquine has been dumped all over zinc vitamin d vitamin c azithromycin and these antibiotics it's all been dumped all over the media has been running uh, uh murder campaigns against anybody that's trying to put any medical professional that's trying to bring attention to this well, yeah that's one of the first things this they did right. here in germany was mega doses of vitamin c fed intravenously over the course of it was like 14 hours or something and they were finding very early on that it was knocking everything completely out of the park no more COVID. I mean, people were sh- were testing clear after 24, 48 hours, but that was shut down immediately. That was shut down. Ivermectin was shut down. Hydroxychloroquine, hell. They were saying, oh, no, no, people are dying and getting heart complications from uh, uh, from hydroxychloroquine. Yet look at all the uh, the cases we have, uh, just according to the VAERS system, of people that have developed my- myocarditis. You get yep. myocarditis, they're saying at best, you've got five years. If you develop heart disease, of course, I could be wrong. Because we have our resident expert. He is our GP. GP, how are you? <laughs> Fantastic. What are you guys doing? I'm supposed to be positive today. I'm positive I'm probably going to offend somebody. That's what I'm positive about today. <laughs> no, That's why positive. we love you, GP. That's why that, we love you. That, that is a lifesaver. And that is one of the first places everybody's got to be. Yeah, because if you can boot that stress out the window. Absolutely. You've got to get up every day, mm-hmm. every day. And forget the day before, and you mm. just start. It's like I, I, I mean, my daughter's. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the one thing I finally got into her head: the biggest step you've got is from the bed to the floor to the bathroom. If you can do that on the bounce first thing in the morning, you're on a good start. And that, uh, in, in the, the amount of people that must be in a horrible place where they give it, is it really worth getting out of bed today? And oh, that's terrible. No, but there will be loads of them there. There'll be there loads of them there, but you've you've just got to give it, yeah. That you've got to find a reason to bounce because, and that's you've got to take it back. You've got to take everything back, even if it's a case of I want to live to 150, 200. So I'm just going to be round to annoy those people that really want to reduce the freedom. You know, even, even if, if it's, it's <laughs> I want to see how bad this day sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to come back and go. Well, yeah, I got through that quite well. Yeah, is to tomorrow exactly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but even if you have to be a negative person, oh no, you gotta do it positively. (laughs) Yeah, in a positive way. Exactly. No, hundred percent. No, I'm with that hundred percent, and that is uh, that's one of the reasons. I mean, I come on this because basically, it's not the end all and be all. I mean, we Mm -hmm. are a very enigmatic race for thinking up ways of actually having a good day. We are, and. That's what I'm saying. Your endorphins will bounce even for the 
littlest achievement that you mm-hmm. do. And that makes a difference. Accept all those little achievements and your day will be better. It, it could be anything, anything. Mm-hmm. Even if you went into the crabbiest of kitchens and you're giving it, oh, no, they left it like a tip again. And you clean it up. And then at the end of it, you just look at it. You know damn well that's not going to be like that again in, in about three hours. But for that short period of time, wow. Yep. And that's it. I always any, found any wandering is better than wondering. Yeah. Yeah. But, Sitting yeah. and wondering doesn't get you doesn't get you much. You got to enjoy life, guys. Oh, I mean, I know, life I is so short. I, yeah, I know. Do as All much right. as you possibly can, man. Okay, let's. I am, right. This is interrupting no. my kayaking time. You know, by the way, we're interrupting your Actually, kayaking bike, time. Bike time. Bike, bike time. time. Bike time today. Bike time. Yes, bicycle. As did I call you today? That I, did I forgot the, or something? You said be there on Friday. Did I say yeah, that? Right. I mean, last last time yes. he was on, we we talked about, and he said. Well, I can't be on tomorrow because I'm going to be like kayaking or something. Yeah. And then, I asked him if he was he available said, yeah, might be on, on Friday. Friday. Yeah, I asked him if he was available on Friday. Yeah. But are, are you available on Friday? Otherwise, we're going to end our friendship. What? I'm hearing these accusations. <laughs> I, I'm hearing these accusations. These unfounded <laughs> accusations that have no basis in science or data or evidence, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I, I feel, feel that it's attacked. true. Therefore, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I feel personally I attacked. That you have to be here. My feeling. You know the one that I was allowed. Yeah. Is hurt. Oh, is that <laughs> no. the one? Is that the one you brought from California with you? Is that is that the one? Yes, yes, the, yeah. the one I had left. Okay, yes. uh, I want to play this clip here, and we can uh, we can have the discussion. This is a premiere of Victoria Dan Andrews on what freedom's going to look like from now on. If you would like to have a job. So first of all, uh, I can announce that by Friday the 15th of October, every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, mm-hmm. whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will uh-huh. need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Uh-huh. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's oh. people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Oh, it's simple then. Okay. It's very, very simple. It's very simple. We want to open the place up. You want to? I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back. <laughs> we want to be free. We're going to be free. We're going to be open. And the key to that is getting these vaccination numbers up and up and up. Does that mean you don't have confidence in that 80% number anymore? No, no, not not at all. We just got to get as many people vaccinated as possible, and it's not about it's not about the ultimate number. But will there be exemptions? I know you've just said there's a lot of no. There'll be there'll be detailed consultations, and I'm not looking to exempt anyone. I think I'm I'm, oh. I'm in the business of encouraging, uh, and where necessary through orders signed by the chief health officer mandating people getting vaccinated where they pose a significant risk. There's too much. There's too much at stake. You will need to be double vaxxed as a, as an authorised worker, even when after we get to 80 percent and the authorisations are no longer there, the mandate, the rule, the chief health officer direction will stay in place because cases will still be an issue then. But no, oh. that's not that's not the case. We're going to have a vaccinated economy, and we're going to lock some people out. Because oh, that see. is far better than locking everybody down. Well, that's freedom then. That's the decision that we've made. Uh-huh. And I would appeal to people, these vaccines are safe and they work. So please go and get one. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, uh, gentlemen, uh, please. Ned, you, you want to start there? Who, me? I just wanted to know what he meant by they work. They. Uh, that, I mean, that, that, that lovely bit of gene technology was designed for those at risk. It doesn't stop yes. you getting it and it doesn't stop you passing it on. That's the simplicity of it all. It was for those at risk. Now, 
if you think about anything that's been pushed through medically or whatever, you've got, all they know is short-term effects, yeah? They do not know the long-term effects because you haven't had the time. So it is time to have a breather. It's time to back off away from it, actually, and let people get on with their lives to actually see how the world copes and how the, how the world reacts. Because if you, if you think about the old type of vaccines, they were actually putting something into you from a virus. This one doesn't. So basically, you were creating your own immunology. I mean, there's a lot of people, including, I mean, the, the, the co-designer of it, that has worries because they only know the short-term stuff. So it shouldn't be put out there and shoved into the youngsters, especially those that are just reaching puberty and everything else. Because if there are long-term effects, you're going to be too late, aren't you? If there's a lot of negatives. I'm not saying there is going to be. I'm not saying there isn't. But the point is, shouldn't they just say on the side of caution, now we've got to this point, what is the reason? I mean, GP, what is the reason to keep pushing this? You got any idea? Hmm. Well, it's to do something. Okay, so it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a snowball effect. We know that if there was no vaccine, if no vaccine came out and we did absolutely nothing, 3.2 million people would die. Okay, 3.2 million. Of those 3.2 million people, 2.2 million people of those people would be over the age of 70. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the vaccine was created to help those at risk. Yeah. Yes, it was created it, for those at risk. It, it created an umbrella effect. It created a threshold so they could cope with the worst effects. So mm. it reduced that. But for the young, healthy, and mm. whatever, why introduce something that you do not know the long-term effects of, if there are any? What is the point to it? Can you? Because it can also just it? be. It can also be just saline. For all we know, we don't know actually what's in exactly. It. You don't know. So when you don't know. How can you make informed, an informed decision? Theoretically, you're creating a possible risk. And if there is a risk, it then becomes too late. But there's a vac- like you mentioned, this is a new called a vaccine economy. Basically, it's a new tax. I'm <laughs> not joking. It's a new that's tax. How yeah. that's how it's treating. a new tax. It's a new tax. It's going to be a new tax. The government's going to receive. They're gonna, each person is going to have to pay this back. Do you think all these vaccines are free? Does anybody think these vaccines no, are free? No, no, of course not. No, there's no such thing as free. Not. We're going to have to pay for these. This is a new tax. So, so this new tax yeah, so, so, hang is on. going to if make new jobs <laughs> and new economies. So if you can prove you haven't had the vaccine, <laughs> Look at it. you He's don't like, have to pay the tax. <laughs> he can hardly hold back his laughter. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Free Market. <laughs> GP, do you have investments in vaccine passport companies, is that okay? No, my question uh, has been lately. They say you you need a vaccine. So suppose I went to say I went to Russia or China. Yeah, I got Chinavax or like Sputnik or something. Right, which is a viral, which is a virus that's been. It's you a, know, it's an attenuated. It's like the traditional. Yes, uh-huh. it's like your tra- traditional vaccine. Would that count? No, it wouldn't. Or because- am I mandatory? Or is it man? See, this is the problem I have. Vaccines are great, I'm telling you, because uh, we, we would have a very big smallpox issue if it wasn't for our vaccines, especially right now. Well, that's a, a different type of vaccine. Coming across the board. Just yes. Yes. yes Everything's a different type Massive of vaccine. Massive point. Just the mRNA vaccine is totally different. Just to make something abundantly clear, I know somebody that received the Sinovac, which is the Chinese mm-hmm. vaccine. I know somebody from South America who received it. And when they got to where I'm at, where it's not used, 
they didn't recognize it. So they had to go get a Johnson and Johnson in order for that to be recognized to answer your question. That's my problem. That's my problem. Yeah. Because if it's a vaccine, that's all if it's only a vaccine that you want, that you need. Does it matter where you get this vaccine? Should not. No. And we're finding that countries were, are only recognizing given vaccines. Like it's almost like it's a tax on the population. Yeah. Okay. So we've got to that point. Yeah. So you're speaking as if the whole world should be vaccinated. Well, uh, it depends upon what you're vaccinated for. But yes. Well, COVID. Why? Well, COVID, I'm not saying that we I'm not saying that we should or should not. I said if we're in a risk category, like you said, yes, absolutely. If you're in a risk category, obese, uh, yeah, health yeah, issues, if, diabetes, if you, yes, hypertension. If, if you're in the at risk, whatever, that was mm-hmm. designed to help you. Mm-hmm. But my upsetting point is they're enforcing and they're pushing this on the young and healthy. I think it's horrible. And that is the question, why? Why I are they doing that? It is horrible. 300, is. A little over 300 children died last year, 2020, of COVID-19 that they've listed. little over 300. It's less than one a day. They're actually, yeah, but- I, I heard the statistics today, like the actual statistics are this. If you, if you're under the age, if you're 16 and under the risk 18, of death. But- okay. Well, I, I saw the oh. 16. I'm not, I'm not disputing. Okay, I'm, I saw, I'm just I saying I saw the 16 and under number, the 16 and under okay. number right now of a healthy 16 and under the risk of death from COVID-19 is one in 500,000. We saw the numbers from the CDC in the call that was listed last week. The numbers mm-hmm. they're looking at in a healthy 30 year old, which they're classifying 29 to 40 in that range, 30 years of age and healthy, your risk of death from COVID-19 is one in 250,000. So you've you've doubled that number from 16 to 30. So right. now, we're doing all this again. Why? The, yeah. Okay. You're more likely to die in a car accident. Yeah, exactly. So you die from exactly. COVID. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You've, those numbers would have come from those that haven't been affected. But just think of it. You've had a whole year or more. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. virus has been butting itself around and it's probably gone through some minor changes and it's a lot of a virus. Now, the thing is, what is the chance you'd have a higher chance that no matter what, along the way, we have had that COVID virus or whatever, and our immune system will have already reacted to it, even though we haven't got vaccinated. But the point is, our immune system is probably more hardened against it than even if we had the vaccination, because like your smallpox and everything, that is the proper way they put part of a virus into you. So your immune system the remembers problem it. I have, yes, the problem I have with this particular vaccine, the, the American vaccine and the English vaccine, the, I'll go with the Pfizer, Johnson, whatever. These vaccines is that it only targets one spike protein. Exactly. It is only effective against certain variants of alpha. That's and it. What- yeah, but what it is that- only it is they we've had full enclosure people getting Delta and it was only 30 percent effective. Yep, it is and that's not including people that already had COVID. See, that's where the problem was. The 30 percent was to assume that none of them had COVID prior because the people that had COVID prior had alpha before and survived. Yep, did not get Delta. No, exactly. That's what I say. Our immune, our immune, our immune yes. systems are our best defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. that is what I'm trying to say. And we've been here for a, a long enough period of time. And the thing but is... But it can use a booster. Well, that like virus... Is, yeah, but a smallpox virus is the virus. Mm-hmm. A mRNA one is not a virus. Although, <laughs> I'm, although agree, I'm in 100% agreement with you. I yeah, am. Yeah. So, I don't like this mRNA virus. It, it, I don't like this vaccine it, it's, it's, it's a nasty tool. It is mm-hmm. like a plaster. It is a plaster. It is not a fix. 
and that is it's, just goes, it's not a fix goes, either no it's not a fix and it actually is just like most of the big farmers tools out there they are plasters and not fixes it's not even a plaster it's not even a correct plaster it's like you have to understand this is not working against mu it's not working against lambda it's not working against epsilon it doesn't work against any of the variants this vaccine no, it doesn't and guess what these these variants they're out there Oh, yeah. And but, they're going to be everywhere. But. And it's going to affect vaccinated people. So we're going to need a new vaccine. But and the new ignoring. pills. And they're going to take new pills. And the new taxes. Yeah. But a new, he's, he's all a about new these business. taxes. Yeah, he's all, it's all about these taxes. Oh, by the way, I heard about that new pill that they're developing. It's tax season, by the way. Yeah, you yeah. know the one that do, that looks Corporate. awfully close to uh, to Ivermectin? I learned what the name of it was today. It's Ivermectin. It's not Ivermectin. Oh. It's Ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you you laugh, but there's legitimately a new medication that they're working on as yes. a therapeutic that yes. is literally ivermectin. It, it is yeah, a protein inhibitor. <laughs> That's why I'm calling it and ivermectin. It's, it's yeah. Um, I want yeah. I want to talk there real quick about uh, the spike protein. Now now we've talked about this before. We've played this clip before, but I want to go over it again since we're all here. This is Senator Marshall talking to Dr. Anthony Fauci in a Senate subcommittee on the research. Ned's already laughing. The research mm. that Fauci funded at that Wuhan lab because the NIH grant numbers are on the uh, on the forms. The spike protein that is being targeted by these vaccines is the exact same spike protein that is on SARS-CoV-2. And it's the exact same spike protein that is the one that was funded by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Listen to this. That led to this, uh, an S1 spike that looks very similar, if not exactly to what's on the COVID-19 spike. Um, what are you referring to, Senator? Can you please be more specific? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about the S1 subunit of the current COVID-19 spike. Yeah, what, what about it? I'm, I'm, I mean, are you talking about an experiment? Are you talking about a paper that was published? So I'm talking about uh, viral research that was done using NIH funding with the North Carolina lab. And Dr. Shi developed this S1 subunit spike that looks exactly like what we have on the current COVID-19 spike. Yeah. Is that not true? No, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to. Are you referring to the paper <laughs> of Barrick and Shi and Nature Immunology? Is that what you're referring? I, I need to know specifically. Yeah, so Dr. Barrick and Shi printed... Uh, studies on the this S1 unit that was basically the development of the key to the door that was specifically took a the original SARS virus and made it so it would bond to the human lung cells. No, there was no gain. If you're referring, Senator, to gain of function by the definition. Okay, I mean, that's not pause. my question. Well, but would, well you, would you agree that, that the, when, the spike that was developed there is what's also on the current? Yeah, but that's, that's, ir that's irrelevant to anything until you have a context uh, in which you're putting uh, it. You're talking about an S1 <laughs> and a spike in what context? If you're talking about a paper that was written by them. But, but you agree or disagree that it's the same spike? I'm not sure what you're talking about, Senator. I'm really not sure what you're talking about. Okay, thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay, so is it just a coincidence that that conversation happened and then now we have a vaccine that targets that exact S1 spike protein? Who knows? The whole, well, the whole, if the we've whole known car. it was there and it did relate, it is possible that it was a f just fortunate that they had already had been studying this. Remember, anytime something new comes out, somebody in science is studying it somewhere. You can take Bible verses 
out of, you know, scripture and turn it into whatever you'd like and look at past present or whatever. Looking in the past is easy, but you got to understand they're studying this and to just take this item and take that item and say, oh, look, at the, they're connected. They're connected. Even though there may not be a connection, it just happens to be that's the way it is, that this virus in its form, it's here today. And we can complain about how it's here and this and that, but where are we getting anywhere? Really? Well, that's, that's, that's the point of it all. <laughs> that's the point of it all, isn't it? You've really, I mean. It's like climate change. Do you actually agree? It's here. GP. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the best way of a defense for the everyday person is to make sure they're not medically dependent if they're healthy. Go away and actually just stay in good health and actually rethink how they're living because our systems are very good at coping with it. Our systems, are we because we have become medically dependent as a race and there is more obesity, there are more problems out there that are occurring and yes whether we like it or not our parents and parents parents and that have handed things over due to whatever they've gone through in their lifetime maybe i'm a bit lucky that i'm quite healthy at the age i am i don't have medicines but maybe because my gaps between my parent my grandparents my grandmother was born in 1886 and maybe because of the way they lived and the way they understood natural things and whether, I mean, they didn't grow up dependent on medication and stuff like that, that, yeah, maybe I'm healthy. Maybe I'm Mm. damn lucky. And yeah, it's good. And I feel thankful for that. But what I took as doing things in a correct way and not feeling like I needed to go and see the GP for this or see, go and do this, whatever. But society made that such a thing for everybody. And, oh, don't worry, come here. I mean, you know, the fear, it, it's it's society. It's 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 laughable. GP, you would, if you were driving down the road the other day, you would have laughed mm-hmm. your socks off if you were in Britain because now they've stopped the COVID adverts on the radio, yeah, and scaring everybody. One of the latest ones from our wonderful NHS is if you have a persistent cough, yes, and it's getting you down, it might not be COVID. It could be cancer. Come and see us and get mm-hmm. a checkup. I mean, if you haven't scared enough people one way, if COVID doesn't get you, cancer might. I mean, in itself, it's immoral and unethical. Yeah. Well, why do it? Okay. I understand why on that situation, because people, we're, we're having an uptick in cancer deaths. Because, well, because people, people in, in normal, treatment. they're not getting treatment. Well, they're, they're in a situation where they're like, even in heart disease, and we're having an uptick in everything because in deaths, in heart no disease related deaths, yeah. diabetes related no deaths. Treatment. It's not the because UK, there's no treatment. Not because, it, no, it's not UK because no treatment. I've been in the hospitals already. Right. But okay, the UK is maybe because of socialized medicine. The UK is because for 10 years yeah. now for cancer patients. No. But what but these what they're having to do though is to tell people please as the cancer rises and uh, and people are dying from other reasons that could have been preventable. So please they're saying well, please come in. Yeah, Don't think that cough it could be cancer. It's not like they're trying to for work with covid or whatever. What I'm saying it's, is it's the way they put it across. Because that's it's, all they can do right now because the shock factor is the only thing that gets people's attention. Really? If you put it, a sign out right now if you think about it just yourself Use this sign got your attention. This sign got you thinking. This sign got you to talk on this podcast. But if, I, if the sign said cancer screening, you would never even bat an eye. 
Well, no. You never because, even thought about no, it. No, cancer screening. If I'd seen cancer screening, I would have gone, if I thought I was at risk person or whatever, I'd go and do it. But I don't like the scare tactics because the scare tactics that they still use, they just used for a year where they everything on the media was just that. And where... Still doing it. It's the only thing that works now. Uh, yeah, I know. And it's... it's We've it's, become numb. Yeah, exactly. People become numb and they become nodding dogs and they just follow the the political say. And mm-hmm. the thing is, it's it's a very dark line because if you don't question things, whether it's right or wrong, it's not a matter of becoming a naysayer or whatever, but it's actually just talking about the subject and actually taking an interest in your own life. How is this going to affect me? Mm-hmm. Not, I better do this, otherwise I'm going to be out of a job. Oh, God. So I better go do this. Yeah, the, I, I, am, I am against the mandate in general because of no long-term studies. I believe that the younger people, it, it, they, they're at a higher risk of being over here in the Americas, of being shot, of being shot yeah. than dying from COVID. Mm-hmm. You're more likely to be robbed a thousand times before dying of COVID if you're a young person. You know, the I'm shock wrong. factors, the, the shock factors you're talking about. And I, I find that I find that absolutely, absolutely fascinating that we're sitting here talking about the shock factors of like what the media does and these messages and the way they portray it and everything else. But I think we're almost forgetting the most simple solution to that shock factor. The, the easiest thing you can do to counter that shock factor, turn them off. We do have off switches on things. I know it's difficult for people to... Uh, I, <laughs> Hate to use this term, but uh, get that needle out of their arm. Think about it. If you're if you're laying in in a hospital bed and you're getting, uh, let's say you're severely dehydrated and you're getting two bags of uh, of saline pushed through you, okay? Well, think of that as like one one bag of saline is the media, and the other one in the other arm is social media, okay? Until you take these needles out of your arms and stop getting force fed this stuff. Nothing's going to change. You've got to get people snapped out of this false reality that's being fed to them, spoon fed to them, really, and get them in a sense where they can actually think. I mean, we're sitting here and we're talking about uh, all of this stuff that's that's pretty much moving at at light speed, but people are actually paying attention to it. I said over a year ago at the start of all this, when we started to see the like the lockdowns and the business closures and all that stuff, and I said, if you want this stuff to stop, ignore them. Just ignore them. I'm not talking about lawless anarchy. That's not what I mean. We can behave. We can live within the law. Otherwise, people would be out there running amok all the time every day anyway. And they don't. They don't. But if people, well, in certain places, yes. But where I'm at, people don't do that. People actually have a a sense of of civility. The problem is, the problem is, you actually just put a broadcast out there from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And that is actually someone telling the people. I don't care what you think or yeah. what you want. So why do we, we care what they think? Unless we vaccinate you. And the point is, that person should not be in office. Correct. Completely that agree. That person the people should not be South. in office because yeah. because if it'd be interesting to know if that person had children of their own. Because if they have, that is the most irresponsible parent I even know. Because you can't. That is this is short term records of something. You're under the assumption that they're getting the same vaccine the rest of us are. In Australia? No, I'm not. Anywhere. No, this, is, this isn't about, don't, don't you understand? This isn't about just having different vaccines. This is about choice. If somebody came up to you and told you that mm-hmm. I'm going to reduce your freedom, GP, mm-hmm. 
You're not mm. going to be able to go wandering anywhere or whatever unless you do this, 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 and this. And at least half of those things were totally against what you wanted. What would you do? Well, we had the same problem with almost every vaccination we've ever had. I'm not talking to vaccines. I'm talking somebody just... The vaccine is something. It's just like money is something. I'm talking mm. about these ethics and morals of someone coming along and going, your life is going to turn into a pile of shit unless you do as I say on this one thing. Well, we've had that forever in everything that we do. We don't realize how many freedoms we've lost. Can you drive without a license? That's a regulatory thing because they want feedback in case there's an incident. Like they really care. I actually um, think driver's licenses are unconstitutional anyway, but that's exactly why. Why do we have to have a license? Now, there, uh, we have lots of freedoms that we lose all the time. All the freedoms like, that we have that we lose today, our grand our grandchildren will never know. But this is like we'll this is yeah, like comparing. Yeah, but they, this is like comparing seatbelts to, peak to of mountain. It just doesn't work. These these are like. Um, this is it's, this is the peak of the mountain. This is this is basically. I mean, having a driving license does not put you at risk, does it? Because it does if a person you. doesn't have a license, they may not drive effectively and know all the laws, and they'll make a right turn from the left lane. No, I said you. If you've oh, got me? a driving license, does mm -hmm. it put you at risk? Yeah, because there's other people that don't have licenses and they drive poorly. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> GP, GP, you are I'm like my as, young am, teenage I'm daughter just, who wants to just wrangle for the sake of it. No, no, it's a situation that's trying to. Is, no, no. If we, if you really want to go there's into different, it, there's, no, there's, no, no, there's, there's different tiers different levels of freedoms of risk. Uh, yes, yeah, different tiers of freedoms. Yeah, there are some that. Yeah, we give it. Oh God, do I, do I really need to do this? Whatever, because I need to do this and whatever. And is that really going to be disturbing to me once I get older? Of the, but they're doing things now, like they're playing with unknowns. I can, on, I can. I can put some some reason into this conversation right now. Mm -hmm. There is a reason and there is a there is a basis to a driving license. There is no scientific basis to back up any of what they're doing when it comes to this particular uh okay. <clears throat> non-vaccine vaccine. Yes, okay. Let's go in, let's go this particular let's let's go with um we know our climate's changing, correct? Period. It's always changing. And it's not yeah. not not because not because of man or because of animals or whatever. We're just going to go with our climate is changing. We know that we're coming out of an ice age. Period. We all know this, correct? And it's correct. had a warming mechanism naturally, yeah. right? Naturally, naturally yeah. warming mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen is in the future. I'm just going. This is a hypothetical. Like somebody's a somebody that sees. 30 years in the future in order to save the most amount of human beings. And you know that if human beings aren't in a controlled state in order to maximize farming for food, wouldn't you want to do create something 30 years before this event happens where mass famines and everything else in order to cure mass famines is to get the populations controlled and to get them to where they can't go places because these passports are going to be you're not going to be able to go to this city you're not going to be able to go to the city this is a red city this is a blue city this is a green city this is yellow that's what we're going to see in the future we already know what's going to happen as how these passports are going to end up working yeah and it's gonna, it's gonna you're going to be able to control bad. the population when you can control populations you're going to be able to control productions of food and resources that are going to be necessary for the continuation of human life i would there is a possibility tend, i would tend to agree with that you that if future these if these weren't what? exterminists i would tend to agree with you but these people are exterminists they're, they're i know they, they they're i know eugenics i i yeah 
I, I can't tell you how I stand on that because you would. That's be another conversation for another um, day. <laughs> but there is a possibility that in these futures that because of our climates and the warmings, we're going to be losing farming territory. We're going to have to move mass amounts of people. We're going to have to do a lot of movements here in the next, probably the next 50 years, because I'm seeing a lot of changes in places that I've been. I'm watching water disappear in, in places that were lush and green when I was a child. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that today. I'm, you know, I'm in over my 50s. I'm past my 50s. And I will tell you that if I was a globalist, a, a kind globalist, I might use a situation like this in order to get people ready for something in the future. I'm no. just saying, I'm not saying that that's, that is what I, is exactly going on. No. Because it's, this is no. more, but they're doing it so rapidly, literally overstepping bounds that have never been stepped before yes. in our history and they're yes. doing everything so rapidly and wrongly that it's like an, a cataclysmic event or something mm -hmm. is coming mm -hmm. that let, we let need me, to stop have you seen people, you, have you seen plagues i've seen plagues yeah yeah, yeah. but these yes. people i've seen i've seen these mass people, hunger yes horrible. but these people horrible these people that have mismanaged not just this crisis, but the last 50 years. These are the same people. I don't want them mm. anywhere near. None of these people, whether they're an elected whatever or a non-elected or, or a Bill Gates or a Klaus Schwab or whatever, I don't want these people anywhere near decision-making at all. At all. Why don't we have any countries in the globe, in this world, the world, remember, we're global here, any countries fighting against it? Right. Because they've put their people in place to make sure that there are no interferences. Is it easier to assume that everyone's looked at the science or looked at the progress or looked at or know what's going on? They know what the science is. They're not stupid. Right. Just take a pause there and go mm -hmm. along the line that you've just gone. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fine. It's happening. Mm -hmm. But this is about the way people are doing things. They're doing it where they've got this model out here. And if you want to be a friendly, nice globalist... You can't call yourself a nice globalist when you actually go, I'm going to do this the hard way. I'm going to treat, I'm, first of all, I'm not going to tell the people what this is really all about, the general public. I'm just going to organize them into such ways that I'm going to have to work them as cattle and I'm going to be the farmer and I'm going to move them where I want to because they're not entitled to know because mm -hmm. I'm going to treat them like numbers. That yes. is a massive wrong thing to do. There's Come nothing on. friendly about that. What is wrong with actual telling them, hey, we're heading down a really dark road here and we need everybody to step up and this is what it's going to take. And Yeah, that's really worked with plastic, hasn't it? Yeah, but look. How much plastic do you use in your you home? How much composting do you do? How much water do you use in a shower? <laughs> we're going down. Uh, not, much, actually. I'm not much, actually. Not much, so, actually. Because I get okay. up. I get up at half six. I know I'm in the shower. I shave in the shower, so I'm not using the sink afterwards as well. And I just you. do it, get awesome. up, making breakfast, and I'm ready. But the average whatever, person. Within half an hour. I don't the care about person. the average person. I do. You can actually teach do. them. You can teach them. If really? You're we've been honest with them. We've been touching them for 40 years, and nobody's made a difference on plastics. They keep using the same plastic bottles. I bring stainless steels to go refill my drinks. I use metals pretty much so you have a negative side to you, and you've given up. Uh, no, I have not given up. Well, but then. I know. But it's 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 looking at Never things from the human race. Never give up on the human race. I have not. But I know how people, as humanities, react to certain to change. I oh, know, we I've do. Seen it. We hate. No, we, we hate it. We, we hate it. We, no, actually, we like change when we think we're achieving something. 
you saving the planet would be pretty nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be if they got everybody on board. But they have this ideal of the thing about humans are if you treat them in a certain way, they become that way. You treat them like children, you treat them like cattle, you're going to get them that way. Mm-hmm. And that Absolutely. is what they know. So who decided to treat them that way? And that is the way they're going to go. And what right is that? Because you don't treat your own children like cattle or idiots because you want them to grow into something special. That's not always the case. We've had laws since the beginning of humanity. Why? Because people will go against the grain no matter Uh, what uh, they do. The biggest thing, I mean, like going back to where you started this broadcast, Mm -hmm. it's not about what's gone and what has, it's what if I do. Yes. Exactly. So you can preach about the past, but you got to think about what if I do? Maybe this is time I should treat that person with respect. And by the way, I don't know my neighbor. Maybe it's time I went and saw them. Mm-hmm. Maybe I actually stepped up and done all these things. This is what people should be saying to themselves. They've got to take it back because they need to get their humanity back because over the last year or so, humanity has been stripped away from them in a mm-hmm. big way. And that is something... But unless you want to do it, it's like any any job, anything, if you like giving up smoking or whatever, you can see all these things from the hospitals or whatever. But if you don't want to do it yourself, you can take all these different things and it'll last for a short period of time and you'll be back on. But mm. unless you want to do it yourself, unless it comes from yourself, boom. And when, it, when you make that decision, that is where you can start really achieving. And that goes from the littlest thing to the biggest thing. You've I got agree. You want to do it yourself. And there that, are limits to humanity no i think that yes we only uh, have no limits. limits to the human, human. come with we me we only have the limits we put on ourselves uh, I okay was yes we that. put on ourselves yeah. come with me to treatment centers where people are trying to get off drugs and alcohol and mm-hmm. tell me with a with a success rate of 0.01 percent that right. humanity that they can change yeah no it's not a matter being of nice to them. Just being nice is, to them. yeah yeah what is the question what is the question well, the question is, 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 is they, is why the are they there because That's it's where you got to start. Because it's available. Period. Not just because it's available. What it got is. them? No, what got them there? Yeah, because who's making it available? And then why is it available? Mm-hmm. You've got so many different things there to add to that little equation. Mm-hmm. And that is the sort of thing we should be approaching. Not what a mess. They, go, they, they might as well be dead, whatever. That person is an exhibit of what could go wrong to somebody. Yes. And then we got to question it and question why they were there. Otherwise, that misery they got in isn't worth it. The one thing that can come out of that misery is if we can establish that that doesn't happen to someone else. Yeah, it's called Saudi Arabia. No alcohol. Well, <laughs> no alcohol. I I, 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 don't don't even on. go there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I I'll think... go. I can, I, I'll go to the Middle East all all day long on you the know, prevention I... of everything. And then people will be like, "Well, I'm losing my freedoms because I'm not allowed to drink. I'm losing my freedoms because I can't do drugs. I'm losing my freedoms because I can't go whatever mayhem that they choose to do." It's we, we have to limit freedoms. We have to have laws. We have to have certain things in order to function as a society. And if yes, we do, including and we ha- we all agree as a mass global situation on one event we we're just not there yet we're too immature and i think our countdown is coming too quick this is the only way to be able to get the whole world to react a certain way you have to have you been to china have you been to southeast asia have you been to these countries and i'll tell you you got to see the pollution it's horrific i'm talking islands of plastic islands yeah island size plastic do you understand they're lecturing i know i'm 
yes, they are lecturing the wrong people. They really should be every single day. We should be having instead of ads about the Kardashians, we should be talking about positive impacts of people out there every single day. We're out there cleaning up plastics. We're out there yes. cleaning up trash. We're out there getting people sober. We're what out happens? there getting people jobs. We're out there helping people. And we're not doing that anymore. We're just showing the misery and the pain, and the suffering okay. and controlling. You're, you're proving. But that's what people want to see. This massive thing, this massive change with the COVID stuff and whatever that you mm -hmm. just championed, yeah? What is yeah. the one thing that got... I'm not everything got shut down, including... Mm -hmm. The, any, any words from the eco-warriors and everything, it just got totally shot out the window for over yeah. a year. Kicked our butt. And that in itself yes. would have accelerated any damage. And you, uh, well, you say there's mountains of stuff. How many yes. mountains of face masks do you think there are? Which actually, That's a, do I don't even, I don't even want to get in. Okay, the face That's mask. That's insane. If you think toilet paper over your face is going to protect you no. and protect somebody else no. from no. a virus, That's not what he meant. You are sniffing That's, medication. You are sniffing. <laughs> That's not what he glue, meant. Okay. What he glue? <laughs> what, what kind of glue? Thank you very much. You backed me up. What, it was what a big meant. waste of whatever. <laughs> What he it is. That was. is horrific. If you think your 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 panties over your face is going to protect you from a virus, Calm you're down. misguided. Calm down. Okay. The, the carotid <laughs> I, arteries. That mask thing gets me really hot. It because you know throbbing. how many masks I've cleaned up on the, yes. on the sides of roads? Yes. I have two. I have two. Oh, I'm there with you. They are press your button. I know it GP, they're laying in front of my door every other day, mm. like, like the end of my yes. driveway, outside the gate. It burns me up because I'm seeing these things everywhere, these masks everywhere. And aren't they covered in virus? So what we're basically doing is throwing virus That's been my all argument. over the planet. Yeah. That's yeah. been my argument. If, so if, this was a true, if this was a true if it was biohazard, people, yeah. if this was a true threat to people, if this was a true biohazard, whatever, like you're talking about, if this, if this was all this big, massive, uh, global killer, mass extinction, whatever. If that's what this was, then and masks were a true thing. If they actually, if they actually worked, then you would have seen two things right off the bat. First and foremost, you would have seen the governments actually issuing them to their populace. They didn't do that. They charged them for them. The second thing, they didn't have any kind of proper disposal for them. Nothing. They charged them for you, GP. GP, you could have gone into any store. <laughs> yeah, you could have got the tax money. One that looked pretty, little bit of material, whatever. Some people made a business out of it. And uh, even after this, yeah, so they've given this vaccine out, and then they thought, hang on, how much more plastic waste can we create? I'll tell you what, yeah. test kits. Here we yeah. go. Let's have test. billions of test oh, kits. Hey, I'm just I curious. mean, it's a farce, GP. I'm just curious. The tests, and I'm not talking about the uh, the antibodies mm. tests. I'm talking about the swabs. Okay. Okay. The well, PCR or you're yeah, the PCR, about, yeah, the PCRs, yeah, PCRs. Okay. Or are you talking about antigens? No, okay, no, no, PCRs. PCRs. Okay, so the PCR test because that's the popular one. That's what everybody takes, right? Uh -huh. So the PCR test. I'm just curious when you take that test at one of these uh -huh. test centers or places you have to go to, uh -huh. to get a test. When you do that, where does that go? You want the truth, oh, or do you want me to I give you the, the you give you the state of the city? No, basically, Cityans. what Johnny's asking is where does that information what go? Is no, what do you call chemical waste? Because basically, yeah, when somebody too. takes yeah. their blood sugars and stuff like that when they're diabetic, they get a little yellow tin. But all these kids that are at school now, 
in the UK that bring home weekly test kits, not whether they use them or not, and where they get them. The NA- mm. NHS people that are at home and stuff like that, they get all these little tits and they swab each other, these kits, and they swab, swab each other and whatever. And guess where it all goes? Not into a proper chemical waste disposal. It's in the environment once it's left their house. And is that correct, is it? Do you think? Yes, yes. These test kits right here. Yes, they end up... uh... Hmm. So what are we actually doing on an eco level? What has COVID done? In fact, it's accelerated every nasty thing you could possibly think of. Just real quick, can we all agree... And I'm going I'm to take GP's thunder here. Can we all agree that we're toxifying our planet? Can we all agree on that? Oh, gosh, yes. We are <laughs> destroying our planet every single minute of every single day. We're giant cockroaches, and all we're trying to do is spread into space now, and that pisses me off. Okay. But GP, yeah, hey, on. how you doing? <laughs> okay, go on with your point. <laughs> I'm sorry. It pisses you know, here's us all a, off, GP, but we've, here's, got to okay. find, we've got to be telling people the one yes. thing that you did get right that they, on an individual basis, have to try. Yes. Because if they don't try on an individual basis, not with all these wonderful clubs and whatever, because going there themselves probably creates all sorts of flyers and this and that, and that. but on an individual basis... Real ones, we don't do that. Yeah. On an We're individual basis, try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that is the only way you can really do it. Question that I've always had for this whole pandemic thing on besides, you know, money and it's tax or all that besides is and nobody seems to ask the question is how did it cross the globe so fast? Travel. We have many more viruses. No, no. We have many more viruses and bacteria that are far more. Con- I mean, insanely more contagious. Yeah. That have never crossed the globe as quickly as this. We're talking California actually, for five seconds. Next thing you actually, know, it's in New York. It's in Michigan. It's in everywhere. Actually, you it's, know what? It's, it's I, I, have a, I have an answer to that. I have an answer to oh, that. Oh, what's that? The media. Please don't tell me. Well, that's a different kind of virus. Now, now, now think that's about the, this. Uh, no, no, no. Think about this for just that's, a second. That's, think about this for just a second. I was talking to somebody that lives in Amish mm-hmm. country. Okay? Amish country. Mm-hmm. Amish country in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And you got, of course, Amish country in Pennsylvania, and then you got them out uh, mm-hmm. in the Midwest and all the rest of it. Okay, fine. Amish guy was asked a question. True story. Amish guy was asked a question by another local resident who obviously is not Amish, but the Amish, you know, they have shops and things in town. And he said, how are you guys dealing with this in your community? Uh, all this this COVID stuff, that, how are you dealing with this in your community, in your Amish community? Because, you know, how they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they live like it's, mm-hmm. you know, 1795. And that's not a jab against them. They have a very unique culture. But the response was simple. The Amish man told uh, the other gentleman, we don't have COVID in the Amish community. And he says, how, how is that possible? And he says, we don't have television. <laughs> that was his answer. You asked how it spread so fast. I'm just giving you an answer that, to me that makes sense. Mm, but that's but that's that's a little if we did, out of context. In some no, ways is it? Because no, COVID is, it? is COVID. Is, hold is, on. Is, the virus hold is on. real. The virus. Yeah. Real. OK. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But hold on. Let's let's just look at it from the actual science that they don't want to look at. Let's look at the actual mm. numbers that we all go over. All of us. Though we differ here and there on certain opinions of it, mm. the numbers are hard data. That's that's real science. We're looking at mm. the actual numbers. If we didn't have the media and these, uh, b- quite frankly, uh, incompetent buffoons that are up there telling people do this or you're not going to get a life back. If we didn't have these people up on television and sitting there in our phones, in our pockets, saying this information that's not based in science, would we actually have a problem? No. No. 
We wouldn't. No, I, I will. I will have to agree with that because we are in our first year, 3.2 million people would have died if we did nothing. Period. Yeah, if we did nothing. Part of that 3.2 million people would have died anyway. Right. Because we've looked, you've About you looked at the that. death numbers. You pulled the death numbers yeah, all the way back to two thousand nine. How many? How many? How many? What's the death numbers on the actual vaccine? The vaccine. Well, here's okay. Here's this pisses me off more than. Oh, oh, this is one of the things that really aggravates and grinds my gears about our government here in the United States, and this probably affected you over there. Is VIRS? VIRS is our you know vaccine yeah, know adverse that. reaction. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Um, they will all used to. 2000, 2019 prior can only take uh, adverse reaction reports from doctors and nurses. Mm-hmm. That's it. I know. So they were very clear on who had what and had this. The government opened it up because of COVID to anybody. So it's created an enormous backlog because anybody can post on Veers an adverse reaction. Yeah. Say 100 people working, doing the statistics, looking at the logs, writing the reports, doing everything else. And you're normally only having like 50,000, 100,000 per month of adverse reactions to go to millions. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get anything done? Because you have to check each and every one of these, verify them. And, and it takes yeah. just, we we played uh, the video out of Project Veritas, an HHS employee, an HHS doctor came forward and she was talking about uh, all the patients that were having adverse reactions at her location in her hospital. When she was wearing an undercover, you know, camera undercover, she was wired up and everything. A lot of these doctors are saying, look, you know, they just don't want to fill these forms out because it takes 30 minutes to fill out one VAERS mm-hmm. form for any kind of adverse reaction. The numbers in this country worked out to one in 38 people had an adverse reaction of some form or other. Doesn't say pain, a bad one. Redness. Yeah. Pain, redness could even go, you know, whether it's thrombosis, anything upwards from mm. an ordinary. Yeah. yeah. But the point is there was one in 38 it got to. I think it worked out uh, probably. I mean, and then you've got, um, I think it was between 1,500 to 2,000 deaths due to the vaccine. And that was fatalities. Now, I mean, it's okay, fine. The world has experienced. It's quite amazing. I mean, I say my mother's 100. She has actually lived through a few of these. She was actually, she was actually pregnant <laughs> with the Asian flu, I think, in the 50s. And she actually managed to get through it. And she knew what she needed to take and stuff like that and how to affect this stuff. And it got through it. And it was great. And she had a daughter. Didn't lose anybody. Wonderful. Yeah. and. Yeah, I must admit, you, uh, people say, well, you're lucky. Yeah, well, only the living are lucky because everybody else is gone. So, I mean, we're not lucky. We're just the survivors of such, if you say. I mean, Graham was born in 1886. She lived to, she cleared 91, I think. And so she went through what bombed out after the First World War, which was well, something in the region of 50 million worldwide deaths, I think, that one. That was quite a horrific one. I mean, there's yeah. been some really serious bad stuff out there. And uh, this, yeah. is, this well, is breaking. We, Sorry, that this is breaking. We, we lived through it. What uh, is- I don't mean to interrupt you. This is breaking. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh has just tested positive for COVID-19, and he is fully vaccinated. That's impossible. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking. That, actually, we know it's possible. No one even says it anymore. Everyone knows that Delta, just the vaccine doesn't work really strain well. Of a- I mean, we, we had this right in the early days, remember, when we were talking back in February, March, mm-hmm. you know, while it was on. Basically, mm-hmm. no matter what happens, a virus changes. Yeah, a virus changes. Your own immune system, if it 
has, if you've had COVID, your immune system has a better chance to combat the changes in the new viruses than the old, what is old hat now vaccine, which they've put out there because it is not. I agree. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I mean, mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a master's degree to actually understand that. But that is where. But there is, is alpha is still out there. This this is. Oh yeah. Uh, on, on another strain, pod, another every strain of it is going to be out, out there. there. But the point alpha is, alpha will kill less than one percent of the population on its own. I know the you know people that kill themselves are considered COVID deaths. Yes, yes, we can go with motorcycle accidents, car crashes, motor accident decapitations yeah. considered COVID death. Yes, I know. And if we did that, you know that if we did that with a vaccine. No matter how many on a lighter side, no many no no matter how many people die from COVID, they will still be voting in the next American election. They already lined up. That is true. That is true. Uh, I just I I just created I just did a meme for that. I just because I had a whole I had a dumpster with a whole uh bunch of Make America Great hats. Okay, this Uh is gonna offend a lot of people. I told you I'm gonna offend people. It's a dumpster with a whole lot of a Make America Great things. It's next to a morgue. You know, oh, actually, yeah, no. And yeah, I said yeah. these people are definitely voting Democrat next. <laughs> that's next right. Election. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, just, just on a side note, um, Bruce, how are you? Yeah, just a little bit of uh, plumbing issues. I had to step away. So yeah, uh, is yeah. that what uh, we're calling it now? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, not not. We're that calling kind of it plumbing, plumbing issues. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, for the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, the washing machine backed up and was terms of service. On the now you're just making the visuals so. painful. Okay, you know what so he's you know, know he's actually you know he's actually saying he was yeah, he was yeah. he was washing imagination that'll choke him one day. Yeah, yeah, you know what he was saying. He he said his washing machine was getting backed up and you know having a drain problem. He was washing all of his masks and that's what was causing the yes. clog as well. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, which um, mask do you prefer, the panty mask or the tissue mask? Uh, can can I uh, actually? I can't say which one because I, I don't know if that hits TOS. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, because you what know the all the mask studies. I love all these people. Like the masks work. The masks work. Look at all the study, the science. And I go, great. I'm going to do that, and I did. Okay. N95 mask study. N95 mask study. Yeah, Bruce. I need go you ahead. to Kill pull something. I need you to pull something real quick, unless somebody knows it. What is Title 42 in the U.S.? Uh, it's familiar, but I'll have to look real quick. It's something about public health. It has to do with public health. The only reason I say is because Jen Psaki is making reference to it right now at the White House press room. And I have a clip of that, but I need to know what Title 42 uh, is first because yeah. I need to know the context. You mean Zuckerberg and so, Wake? <laughs> yeah, Title 42 is... <laughs> look at a picture, uh, look a picture of Zuckerberg and look at her. I know, I know. And I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, what is madness it, over there. What is madness? So uh, Title 42 is basically the firing of government officials uh, who recently visited a country where a communicable disease was present. Okay. All right. This is Jen Psaki at the press conference now. Title 42, tariffs on China. I mean, there's... Title 42 is a public health, uh, is a public health um, uh, requirement, a public health, because we're in the middle of a pandemic, which, by the way, we would have made progress on had the former president actually addressed the pandemic and not suggested people inject bleach. So I think we're in a bit of a different place. Uh, I'm happy to to discuss more examples. I I think it's people be pretty hard pressed to argue that the president has taken any aspect of the former president's playbook and used it as a model of his own. Go ahead. 
Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, we we did have a the last president told people to inject bleach. I, I forgot about that. So they're applying yeah. Title 42. I forgot, I forgot to, so much about that that we don't even actually have video or recorded um, yeah. audio of him yeah. saying that. He said so, disinfectant, but uh -huh. So we're actually, yeah, doctor. Yeah. Well, she was making reference to Trump saying that people should inject bleach uh, back then. But we're using Title 42 now against uh, government employees. Is that what they're going to try and do to, to muscle them out? The ones that don't. Of course, Congress yeah. is exempt. Congress is exempt. The White House is all exempt. But yet. Did you, you missed something there, what she said. Yeah, go on. Halfway through a pandemic. Did she actually say that? Yeah. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did say that, yeah. Halfway through a pandemic. So you're in the middle of it. So hang on. How long are they going to... They've got obviously this time scheme. So it's going to last for another couple of years. Endlessly, actually, isn't it, GP? Yes, if you can hear me. Yes, I can. Get out GP of your kitchen. Is, GP's currently in his kitchen mixing up... Uh... A vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> no. My vaccines uh, I make in my bathtub. Just got a question for you, GP. Yes, sir. ADE. Yes. Go on then. What are your points of view on that? I have no idea. I, I first off, I need to know what you're referencing. Antibody dependent. <laughs> ADE. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, oh and, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know really. I, I've, I've, I know that a bunch of my colleagues and stuff had actually donated that had COVID and donated to start that. But I, if, I have not even done any research. They're telling people here. They're telling people here, they're telling people here not anything. to donate. If you've been vaccinated, they're telling people not to donate. You, no, no, you can't. If you're if you vaccinated, you can't donate. Yeah, you can't. Pointless. Yeah. It's pointless. No, 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 it, 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 no, it ruins it. It ruins yeah. it. Ruins yeah. the ability to pull natural occurring antibodies. The yeah. vaccine is found to reduce your resistance if you've already had COVID. Yeah, we're forcing it. it. So there's a problem there. But well, it reduces your resistance. But if you actually get something, it can send your system into a bit faster reaction. And a bit of overdrive. Yeah, it's called, a, it's called a cytokine yeah. storm. Yes, exactly. it's called a cytokine yeah, storm. I, 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 remember, and, I remember saying uh, yeah. that a long yeah. time ago. But I'm just trying to keep it on a simple a simple level. The thing yeah. is, I mean, Dr. Robert Malone, you've heard of him, obviously, because yes. he, was a, he, was, he was the co, what would you call? Um, Founder, inventor. The co-inventor co of it. And he alone says because of ADE and the massive unknown because it should not be this vaccine should not be given to anybody it doesn't need especially the young and because of that there's been a, all sorts of nasty responses from those on high or whatever but when a, a man creates something and then voices caution man or woman i just said man as in a human not because i am one but when someone actually creates something in the short term and for a specific thing to help those at risk and then voices that we need to draw back and not do something, you would have thought that the world would take a breath and listen. And that is the worry in fact. It's not it's not a naysay against vac the vaccine because it has its uses of how it was designed. Natural immunity is brilliant and it'll always be better because and that is why the old type of vaccines were uh, used, and it does help your immunity. But the thing is, it's this agenda that just keeps being pushed with no transparency and the way the public are treated. And it's this is what's wrong with it all. The whole setup of society now is designed, yeah, to isolate. Yeah, and your hypothetical thing about movements around the world and stuff like that, 
yeah, that is all part of it. And it is shutting people down and isolating them from another because it's so obvious to see. I mean, how much on your media telly, your open media, do you get from, about other countries, about the UK? Or Nothing. do you have to go look for it? No, you, have no, to you won't. You won't get it. And it's the same here. And it's the same here. So in individual countries, it's like their media is shutting them. People are getting used to not seeing other parts of the world. And that means they will come down to a point where they will give it, well, so what? That's America. So I, I, I got, anyway, I actually, <laughs> I actually spoke to someone the other day and I went, just, uh, it was, we were just having a conversation. I said, if there's something you could do in this world to, you know, interested in you do something about something, what would it be? And they immediately talked about their own family and local stuff. I said, no, the world. What about the world? And then there was a pause. And then I thought, and then it was, um, um, oh, Malaysia and how people are treated and um, um, mm-hmm. Afghanistan. And that is it. That was, and I went, you know, and I said, well, Afghanistan, that is a one place that has been fought over. Woof. You can go back to the Northwest frontier and stuff like that. It's been a long, but it is populous. It's this populous little bit of media that goes out there. And that is all they seem to be grasping. They, people have totally lost the world aspect, the global aspect. I mean, everything that we're worried about and we have to take as a global thing, they've worn away. They, they are causing more destruction by this isolation and this lack of transparency and shutting these communities down because how can we care for a world when we only care for our own country? And if you've got to think of the biosphere on a global, on a global, a global thing. So you can't care what's happening to the world even as a biosphere itself, or if everybody's not working on the same platform as an individual. If they Wouldn't don't like care. a global pandemic be the perfect opportunity to create a global empire to where you could take care of all these global issues all at once? They won't. Because, <laughs> I know because, they won't. No, because they haven't. They've had a whole year or more to create a stupid monetary thing and if you listen to it i mean for god's sake does it look like they're sorting america out no what has happened i have never seen i have never seen america in a worse state than it is now no argument. you'd like to agree on that wouldn't you no argument i mean there's days i mean you have got people crying out at the community level saying why are these people saying this when they're not part of us and these uh, rich minority people saying well, about blacks or this or whatever, and the black people down below giving it. I wish they'd shut up. They're just causing more problems, and they're creating more segregation deliberately. Yes, absolutely. Creating, yeah, and it is. I mean, I, I mean, in 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 the UK, I mean, I grew up with a black mate and whatever. We used to call each other whatever and play around, and it didn't really matter. But we were mates, whatever, and everybody got on with each other, the doors open, everything like that. And we still have that in various areas of the country. And the thing is, when you start giving somebody a singular identity away from whether they're, um, I mean, when I grew up, a disabled person didn't want to be called disabled or labeled because they felt like they were looked down upon and they were the people that were working hard to achieve something. And they didn't like it. No, you don't give me a hand up. I'll do it myself. You know, they yeah. wanted to, and, and that gave them their push. But if you give everybody an identity and 
they start to see themselves different from someone else. And so you, you break, you're breaking up your society into compartmentalized people that then gravitate towards each other and not together when they should be because we all used to accept each other. But what, who was what, who was whatever. I mean, just because I'm not gay, why can't I come in that gay club? Oh, it's for gays only. You're not gay, mate. In fact, you're not dressed right. Go away. Or something like that. But that is what is, is, is all these identification pools cause segregation. And that is where it's failing. And if you fail at that level, it's, it's, it's just a really big melting pot. And whether somebody thought, like you thought, I've got the tool to correct everything, they've escalated the dark side of it a lot quicker over this past year or so because of it. And you know what it's like. It takes five times as long to gr- climb out of it if you manage to climb out of it at all. Yeah. It's a, and it's and a, that, that, that is the sad thing of it. Yeah, it's a histor- you make some very great points. And it's, it's a historical fact that when you have a ruling class of people, no matter who it is, throughout history, whenever they get themselves into this state that they're in of like this, whatever, this fear and this paranoia stage, they always double down and they always get more crazy. And that's what we're seeing. Everything is getting more crazy. These people are getting more and more out of control. Uh, and that's that's what it's going to continue as. Like They're doubling down on stuff that doesn't make any sense. They're doubling down on stuff that doesn't have any scientific basis. They're doubling down on stuff that, that has no logic. It has no common sense. It's not based in any kind of reasoning whatsoever. They're just doing it. They're just espousing it. And if you don't like what they have to say, then they'll just turn you off. That's yes. That's where we are. That's where we are. And, and it's one, the same thing the with these labels you're talking yeah. about. It's the same thing with the labels you're talking about. Exactly the same. You mentioned Dr. Robert Malone. I have a clip here of him. It's only about a minute long. We played it the other day, but I, you weren't here the other day. Uh, and I don't think GP was here the other day. Or Yeah, GP, you were here the other day. But uh, I want to play it so you can hear it, Ned. Uh, he's talking about how... The, now, mind you, Dr. Robert Malone, the co-founder, co-inventor, whatever, of the mRNA technology and the vaccine uh-huh. side of it, he's saying in this clip that... It's not the unvaccinated that are creating the risk, but it's the vaccinated. Listen to this. Yep. That's what he's worried about, ADA. The issue now, the truth is that it's the vaccinated that are creating the risk, not the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated are, as he says, serving as virus sinks for the most part, unless they're in those high-risk groups. The probability of them having significant disease and death is minute particularly mm-hmm. if one administers anti-inflammatory drugs early. And and the real risk here in this whole equation is not being generated by the unvaccinated that then develop uh, broad-based natural immunity uh, to multiple antigens and epitopes that is typically long-lived. It's the vaccinated that have received these very focused uh, spike vaccines that all have basically a common epitope structure uh, and are are driving s- through selective pressure evolution mm. to escape those key epitopes that are present on those uh, primarily on the receptor binding domain. Yeah, he's correct. Well, he yep. would be. He designed a damn thing, but it's nice to hear. But like I say, I haven't got a master's degree, and I can see all that, and that's the frightening thing about it. Nobody actually. I mean, it's not that I'm against everything. Everything has its uses. It was designed for those at risk, and that is what it was there for, that umbrella effect. And, yeah. How do you know if you're at risk or not? Yeah, but the numbers show it. Okay, basically. The numbers show it. There's thousands thousands and thousands of people right now that are dead that they weren't at risk. You asked a question, GP. Yeah. Yeah? 
So the simple it's like everything. If you're going to just say how I, you know whether you're at risk or not. So you've got to have a line, a mm. simple, a, a simple line. So basically, who do we, who, who's at risk? Right. This was designed for those that are say aged and medically dependent. We'll start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means you're on some form of medication permanently, and there are quite a few people like that actually. Which is whether they've been on it for um, say, I mean, say, say somebody's had a nervous breakdown or whatever, and from then on, they're on some form of medication. They're on that all them lies. There are some people that are on. Um, so you, you start there, and it's like several countries started there. And then you get the reports from different countries saying, oh, there's some horrible side effects here. So what that were unexpected, or whether they were told about, or whether they don't, it, it's, it is a short-term thing that you've got to learn about. So we know now this vaccine's got side effects. So what we do is we pay, instead of just giving it to all the aged or all the medically dependent, we've got to see basically from what we've got, whether we vaccinate them because this has had side effects, we've got to ask them and tell them before we give you the vaccine, you've got to, because it's the human thing to do, whatever, not just, ooh, go in there and go willy-nilly. Because when we start hurting people we should then give them the choice you start taking the choice away you are start acting as well beyond your station so we know initially this has got some side effects this is our side effects if you don't take this the chances are you're putting yourself at risk whatever that is the choice of the whole situation but it's been bullied through if someone is healthy or the younger generations we know their systems are firing a lot quicker and learning as they go along. Don't even give it to anybody that's in puberty. I mean, it's going all over the shop. God knows what you do with this stuff. I mean, we don't even know. I mean, if it's affecting people that are on a mature level or whatever, where they've, their system is sort of stabilized until their dying day, uh, to, as a matter of fact, we're you're, living you're here. preaching to the choir here on that, on giving yeah, yeah, the vaccine. Yeah, exactly. So, we, so you asked where did you draw a line. You draw that line. You have to I, draw a line. No, no. I said who's at risk. Who knows who's at risk? Yourself. Well, you, over 70% of everyone that has died from COVID is overweight. Yeah. Is that a risk factor? So everybody that's overweight should be getting the vaccine? Yeah, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is. That's the majority. You, the yeah, majority of yeah, people who second. die from COVID yeah, are overweight. It. They're overweight. Okay, they're overweight. But then you've got to look into the cases as in, yeah, okay, they were obese, but did they have any other problems? Yes. Uh, were they diabetic? Some did, some didn't. Yeah, well, some did, some did it. But this is where you should take a breath, accumulate your knowledge, so you're not mm-hmm. doing unnecessary harm. Mm-hmm. That not that the premise of being a doctor? Most people are being their own doctors. They've researched a little bit on Google or done a little bit on Bing, and they believe that they are not at risk. I'm not I'm not a pro-vaxxer, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I, I don't neither. care. I, I, I'm, I really do not care. Because the difficulty situation is, is we have Delta, we have Lambda, we have Mu, we have Epsilon, we have a whole lot of other ones out there that the vaccine doesn't work against. Exactly. So, so in the that best, sense, but the against Alpha... Is your own immune system. But an Alpha, wait, on Alpha, the vaccine is very effective. Very very yeah. effective. But did you, just, did you just listen to that clip? Yes. So, yes, okay. Because he's, but he's, but he's just stating the same thing I'm saying. The no. vaccine targets only it, one yeah. avenue. But, one yeah, but it also makes them 
less effective against the others. Whereas it makes it less effective. Yeah. So basically, so basically, if you've had the vaccine, Mm -hmm. it affects your system to make it more redundant against the newer, newer, newer strains. So in itself, the perfect way Mm -hmm. is your own immune system because it adjusts and fights better. So we know now that that vaccine is an umbrella effect. It worked. It's got us here. Now let's rethink the situation while we have time. Have you have you read any of the I don't know how many of the vaccines when each time a vaccine came out over the last hundred years, starting with smallpox 200 years ago of the initial happenings of how the people reacted to these vaccines. Oh, Christ. the same oh. comments, the same comments that we're seeing today yeah. are the same comments of people over the last 70 years that understood immune systems. Just 70 years. We've heard the same thing over polio. We've heard the same thing over diphtheria. Yeah, those, yeah, We've heard the same the, thing over the measles. What's the big difference? What's, what's the difference between what that? What is the difference between knowledge, all them vaccines knowledge, and the mRNA? Knowledge. No, it's totally different. Is a rocket Elephant. faster than a propeller? No, there's no difference. If you can have something that basically that helped initially, but then is found actually it can be have a negative effect on you, mm-hmm. why use it? Or if the question is just why? The question is choice. Oral, they did the same thing for oral polio versus injected polio yeah, vaccine. We're missing the bigger point. The bigger point here is people are not being given a choice at all. Yes, I, I, I don't. I don't agree with them. Them mandating any of this. I am really against it. Yeah, but I'm not here, going can, to go and support yeah, that everybody that everything is a negative. But if somebody bulldozes something without giving a reason, it's a, tax. a plausible reason. It's not good. Uh, let me let me jump in because uh, it, the the arguments that the two of you are putting forward. There's one big caveat to all of this. GP, you're talking about the the previous vaccines and the the uh, different arguments and everything. Those were vaccines. Yeah, this is an mRNA. That's what I'm just trying to say. The the, this, they're, 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 that is the huge difference. The mRNA stuff is new. so vaccines this can improve. The, I'm not saying they can improve. What I'm saying oh, it's is a different thing. This is completely different. This is experimental. And they're out of and control with it. The other things. Yeah, see, see, now that we know, see, this is this is where I get up. This is where I'm like really with alternate crowds is we know that the natural immune system against this virus is very effective against all its current, current variants. We know this. That is your immune system. How can we get a, a benign? And we know that there are benign COVID variants out there. We know we have them and several of them have died out, sadly. But we, I'm sure we still have a reservoir of them. Those could be used to be given to a mass amount of people as, a, as opposed to this mRNA. You go and I take the risk. You go, you know what? I will take the viral version versus the mRNA version. If yeah. they mandated the vaccine, I could go with that. If you got to choose between them, if you got to choose Sinovac, Budnick, or the mRNA vaccines, I am against them forcing us with an mRNA vaccine since we do not have enough human trials, long-term human trials with this with this this new treatment we have for a current virus. It scares me because we don't know in five years if we're going to have infertility or we're going to have a plethora of people with heart conditions. Are you talking? Or we're going to have, I don't know. 
but I'm exactly. not saying it's, it's completely, unknown. it's an unknown. When it was only alpha, and this is very effective against alpha, 93% effective against alpha. That's really high. Polio is only 54%. So 93% effective against alpha. And that's how all these mandates were started with against alpha, against alpha, against alpha. We need to evolve and say, okay, now we have Delta, we have Mu, we, ha- we have all these different variants that it does the vaccine doesn't work against. So why don't we do more research into viral vaccines of a minor version of either alpha or some of these Mu or Mu's got two um, that they're looking at. Um, look at some of these variants that don't have long-term, they don't have severe symptoms, that has a very low death rate, and we use some of those. Okay, yeah, I have because a... Our own, because our own system naturally learns. But I don't want people to keep pushing this, we should not be vaccinated. No. This is a virus. No, 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 no. no. You, you're missing the picture. It's specifically on what's being given. Yes. You, they yes. haven't, and that's the problem. We are talking specifically about the mRNA. That's yes. what Dr. Malone yes. is talking about. And that is the subject. We're not saying don't take vaccines. Viruses mm. are good for you. You don't want to wipe viruses out. Yeah, because, yeah, some, yeah of some of them. But basically, yeah. viruses, as children, you get viruses. We used mm-hmm. to throw each other's kids together. We went together. Mm-hmm. But it's German. Like, because viruses <laughs> help your immune system fight the bigger pathogens later on. Yeah. yeah. And that yes. was common sense. And that is something. So viruses don't need to be wiped out. Our system just needs to learn them. This mRNA does not learn your system. It was an umbrella effect. It's done mm. its job. Take a step back, take a breather, learn from whatever results you got, then move forward. Yes, the only way to do it properly is if you do a proper vaccine, old style. Yeah, because then everything learns from it. Maybe yes. genetic science can learn from the mRNA later on. But that's a long way away. This is a quick fix for short term. They're pushing something they really don't know about and that to me is very irresponsible and dangerous yeah even if they get lucky and there are no more side effects fine but i don't want to play lucky with the human race i don't want to play lucky with my children i don't want to somebody else to i don't want to see this horrible thing rear its head if it does we don't need that because if we are we've got our hands full at the moment like you said ecologically populations and everything We've got that as it is. We don't need something else compiled on top of that. That could be really nasty. I have a clip here of Governor Gavin Newsom from California. He is the first governor in America to make this statement. Take a listen. We recognize our responsibility to do more. And that's what we are announcing here today. A statewide requirement for in-person instruction for all of our children to add to a well-established list that currently includes 10 vaccinations and well-established rules and regulations that have been advanced by the legislature for decades to add to that list the vaccination uh, for COVID-19. We intend to do that once the FDA has fully approved the vaccine, which will give us time to work with districts, give us time to work with parents, 
and educators uh, to build more trust and confidence and build out a logistics so that we can deliver on what we are promoting here today. And that promotion includes the following considerations. Once the FDA approves the vaccination in different cohorts, starting with 12 and above, grades 7 to 12, we will begin to apply uh, that requirement in the next term, either January 1st or July 1st, whichever comes sooner. Concurrent with that, we also want to see all of our staff, paraprofessionals, not just teachers, bus drivers, custodial staff and the like, the folks that really make the school system operational, also see them get vaccinated as well. What did you pick out of that? I picked one thing out of it Well, we all know. Full, FD, full FDA approval. Yeah. That means it has never been up it's to, never been approved. it's never been approved so far. Right. Which we knew that they no, lied no. about that. Well, anyway. yeah, yeah. We, we know. We, no, no. See, the, the vaccine that he's referring to, the FDA approved one that is going to, that has not been issued yet. There is one that's approved. There is one that was approved. It's yeah. one version. But it's not yes, the one people just, are getting. It's not being, it's not, it's, nobody's getting it yet. Yeah, exactly. So I just would, I would like to get the Sinovax myself, or I would like to get the uh, Sputnik, but. I, I, it's upsetting. This is I'm off topic. I'm off subject. I'm just talking. I would just right. like to. I mean, just as between us, seriously, guys, we need a choice. Hmm? You have a choice. No, no, I don't. Yes, and that's you do. what a lot of people feel like. They feel like they've been coerced. I can't move there because I can't even get in the country. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And if I get a vaccine from there, it won't count here. Yeah, we have a common problem, but nobody wants to. Nobody wants to go against the grain because nobody wants to get out of their little comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to recognize what's staring them right in the face because they're just too uncomfortable with it and they don't want to accept it. They don't want to accept mm. that if they don't do something, then their lives, their family's lives, their children's lives are finished. They don't want to accept that. That is too horrifying for somebody. The average people that we're sitting here talking about, that is too horrifying for the average person. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that because I can understand where that horrible place they are in. But they're telling you your kids, you have to make. They're telling you that your kids have to be vaccinated. They're, they're, they're equating the COVID-19 vaccine, whether the, it's the approved one or the not approved one, it doesn't matter. They're equating that to all the other vaccines that we've had, hmm. they can't equate that to that. It's no, not even in the same he's ballpark. Just, he's, they're, they're going in the FDA approved. What they may know is what we don't know is they may be coming out with a, something like Sinovax or Sputnik. Even so. And they'll start using that vaccine. Wait, even so. They already have that J&J. J&J doesn't work. J&J is not, uh, is not a, uh, is still also, isn't it still also an mRNA? I haven't researched no, J&J here's, at all. No, no. Here's I've my only J&J. really... I've only spent time with the AstraZeneca. Here's my problem. J and J is a J and J is an attenuated virus. It is. Are yes. you sure? Yes. Here's my problem. Here's here's my problem. Taking one of these, that's not even like that's not even a thought to me at this point because I don't trust the people. The the worst people in the in the world are behind this and are pushing it. I don't care if they come out with one that will. Uh, be 110% effective. I don't want it because I don't like the people that are behind it. Period. End of story. Mm. That's just me. That's just me. I don't trust anything from these people. Can you trust the FDA after everything we've seen over the last 12 to 18 months? Can you trust the FDA? Can you trust the CDC? Can you trust thousands upon thousands of vaccinations in yes, my career? I know. I do trust the people. The people, the people that work at the rank and file. That do yes. this. 
the they are not out there. There's no evil conspiracy cohorts. I understand of people that work at the CDC going, ha, yeah, ha, ha, ha. yeah. It, it, but it doesn't the, matter it's because top. it's the head. It's the top. It's like the FBI. It's, I've worked with FBI people, agents. It's, a, it's I've people worked, that issue the checks. It's not yeah, the top. I understand. It's the people that issue the checks. I've worked with people from the FBI. Okay, the average FBI yeah. agent, they're fantastic people of yes. of integrity and and valor and, and all yes. the rest of it. No question about that. Absolutely. That does not mean that they are not run by a criminal cabal. It's the same thing with the NIH. It's the same thing. Hell, these are the people that funded it. They got caught and they've double, tripled and quadrupled down now. They're the ones that funded this garbage and are now funding the other side of it. I want nothing to do with these people. I don't want any of them anywhere near any kind of medical decision or political decision ever again, ever, ever again. I want these people tried. I want them convicted and I want them hung for treason and crimes against humanity. Okay, how, That's how, what I want. How, how about a situation where it was already out? It's already been studied and it and somebody caught it out there in the public. They thought, let's not make a panic. It's out there. Let's do a study of it. Let's check it out because we've already got blood samples, by the way, in 2019 from uh -huh. blood banks that yeah. the virus is already out. We already yeah. know. Okay. And this is from the blood banks. This isn't from some mm -hmm. whatever. This is just yeah. The, the media is having a little bit of a problem trying to run damage control with that one. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, but they are, they're doing a really good job because it's really not out there. But it's it's enough. The blood banks. Um, the thing is, is it could have been out. And these studies that we're doing was to look at it. And now we're going. Well, they created it. Now they did this. Maybe since we know it's been out for a while, they saw it, didn't think much of it, and then they realized. It's becoming a pandemic because now more and more people are dying. More and more people are realizing this isn't the flu that's killing these people. Like we had the highest flu 2019 than we deaths than we did in previous years ever. So maybe they're now, going, yeah. oh my god, they're figuring they're they're figuring out that maybe this is co this is another virus. And they did all this study, they did all this research, and they sent all this money. That's just as likely as them being a cabal coming up with a virus and giving it out. It's the same likelihood. Except in fact, it's, not. it's more likely that they knew about it beforehand and started studying it, then coming up with this virus and releasing it globally. Except the papers we're seeing that, that have upon FOIA requests and everything, uh, that scenario is, uh, let's just say the chances are, are shrinking very rapidly. That it was a, they were trying to be... Um, the blood it, samples it a, are older than the papers. That's the problem. Uh, That's what I got out of reading. Wait, wait, That's wait, what wait, I got wait. out of reading. When the reading was the, the blood sample? 2019, uh, June 2019's. And then, the papers uh, are going back to 2015. Oh, you're That's talking about COV-1. That's COV-1. You're talking about COV-1. No, no we're talking no, about... No, no. no. <laughs> the research papers that the senator was trying to ask Fauci about, that Fauci kept yes. giving him the runaround on... The, protein the paperwork on, yeah. talking about the S1 spike protein, that was research that has been going ongoing since 2015. It started in North Carolina. It moved to Canada, then it moved to China. We have the paperwork, we have the paper trail showing that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And then it just so happens that, well, the virus that popped out of China okay. or they were studying had the same spike proteins. Yeah, because mm -hmm. basically, if you remember rightly, a lot of the um, okay. research was banned by Obama and defunded, and then it was through another system in the American hierarchy that they released money to fund research, which then went on somewhere else. Yeah, But, is it, but was it originally... Okay, because we got to remember, SARS-CoV-1 has the same thing. 
Is this all research from SARS-CoV-1? No. No, it's not. Um, it was just a continuate uh, a continuation from uh, same spike protein, by the way. So it is the same curious. spike protein. It is. So SARS-CoV-1, they both have them, whereas Delta, which is mutated and it's got its variant, um, has has a as minor versions, and Mu doesn't even have one at all. I'm just and, curious uh, about something. And I, I'm not I'm not saying it, by by me asking this question that I'm about to ask, I'm not saying that there is not a real virus. Okay, I just want to be very clear on that. I've never said that. I've never made accusations to that. Okay, okay. but I'm just asking the simple question: whether it's alpha, delta, mu, epsilon, whatever in the hell name they want to give these things. Okay, lambda, whatever. Show me one case where they've isolated it. Isolated which version of them? Any of them. All of them. We even have number codes for each variant. Where is it? Of uh, the subvariant. Mm-hmm. We just looked it up two days ago. Uh, where's the actual? Where's the actual? What, uh, I understand. What, he he's wanting to he's wanting to see uh, like do we have evidence that it actually exists? I mean, uh-huh. uh, he's this not saying it doesn't exist. But you get what I'm saying? This is like, a question people are asking. We have to ask it. Basically, we've never seen a uh like a, under a microscope or something like that we've never seen anything like that all, all we're being told is yeah these are the proteins that it's there uh this is the number it is yeah but this is a basic result of human nature because due to the lack of transparency in anything and due to those people whatever saying well they don't need to know or they won't understand any knowing and the stewards of these countries that were supposed to look after the people if you don't tell people exactly what's going on or keep the transparency there stories will be made up whatever and loads of stuff will get lost along the way and then people will believe what they want to believe and you'll get conspiracies and you'll get everything but it is something that they have created dishonesty is never good it will come and bite you in the ass and the the, the thing is what they've got to understand is they don't own these countries Every political person is supposed to be a public servant and they are meant to be stewards for the betterment of everything. So transparency is the one thing they owe the people. It's simple as that. They have their own paranoia about we can't say this because other countries and this and whatever. But a lot of people don't understand what goes in because they they have this isolation thing because that's what they've learned because because their everyday life is a stressful rush from bed to work to home to social to do whatever they want to do in their own little closed shop now they do not have a understanding and they don't really want to have an understanding about it because that is too much that is what they've been trained to do that is how society has molded them and that is what they've lost they've lost want to know about the world let let me throw this one at you they do they don't want to know what if i told you that i know of a chemist Mm mm-hmm who got his hands on a vial of uh, this mRNA vaccine, okay? Quite frankly, I don't know which one. I don't want to know. But they examined it, put it under their big multi-million euro microscopes and all the rest of it. And they're telling people, now based on the numbers that we look at, okay, based on the numbers that we look at, given what we know about these mRNA uh, jabs and what it's doing to people, adverse reactions, deaths, and all the rest of it. This person, this this person is telling people that it is safe to take. Do you believe that or do you not? I believe that the person probably believes that it is safe to take. And define safe anyway. What is safe? 1%? 9%? 100%? Meaning, it, meaning it, Well, yeah. 
meaning it would not do you harm. But I, I'm just asking the question because this goes along with the same thing. These are people that know. These are people that see this stuff for themselves. Mm -hmm. If I were someone that would see the actual data or witness the whatever I would, I mean, if you put something under a microscope in front of me right now, I wouldn't even know what I was looking at. I would have to call GP and say, what the mm -hmm. hell am I looking at? I wouldn't even know. But if I did know, then my natural instinct is to tell people what I know. So where's the disconnect? Where, where's the disconnect? Because I can't say we're, we're all on this podcast for one reason, because none of us want to stay silent any longer. We were silent, but we're not anymore. So we're all here and we're all talking about all, all of our different views and, and the way that we see things. But when Which somebody knows something, it, it is, it keeps us sane, I guess. But when somebody who is in the know that is more than, you know, deeper than, than any of us, someone that's in the know actually sees this stuff for what it is. Now, I have no idea whether or not the person's taken it or not. I don't know. Uh, quite frankly, that's none of my business. But if they're saying that it's safe, yet I'm looking at all of the data that we're all seeing, that puts the rest of us in a quandary, doesn't it? It's what is safe to that person. That's what I want to know. What does he consider safe? Okay. 99.999. Exactly. It doesn't okay. say enough. I mean, some some people might say, "Well, if only three three people in a thousand die, that's okay." That's okay. But yeah. when it comes, but but basically, if you actually ask them the question, don't you mean as long as it's not you or somebody close to you? Fair yes. point. Yeah. Fair point. That's where they stop. That I don't know. If, if I could, that if is the lottery. They save stop. A thousand, I would. I would be done. Hmm? I said, if I could, if I could save ten thousand. If I knew 10,000 people would be saved, their lives would be saved from cancer or tuberculosis or whatever disease or whatever was what, the rest of the world goes. I would off. give up my life. I would give up my life. Willing. Oh, you mean basically you would. Oh, you'd trade if yours. You if the genie in the bottle. If the genie yeah. in the bottle said, GP, I could cure 1,000, 10,000 people as long as you go and pop yourself. Absolutely. You'd go, no yeah. No question. Okay. That, that is. That is something you would like to do. Yeah, I wouldn't Fine. like to do it. Believe me, I would not like to oh, do you that. Would do it. <laughs> I, I was going to say it. Enjoy my life. I enjoy. I enjoy the world around me. <laughs> but well, this is you have I mean. to understand your There's value. Ideal it's there. Understanding your value. Would Absolutely. you actually do it? You would do it. When, uh, so that, I know. I, I expect given the choice. If I was given the choice, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, no question. I would hands down. If I knew one hundred percent, ten thousand people would be saved. Absolutely, no question. Because my life isn't mean. It, 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 what is my life? It's just an existence and a bunch of memories. Yeah, and then there's whatever, nothing. Yeah, no. But whatever you do interconnects with everybody else along the way. Butterfly and, effect. <laughs> but but no, no matter what, no matter you you would have interconnected with somebody in the world and 10, thousands of people, and that might change I'm, things. I'm giving ten thousand chances for the world to be better instead of just me and how many people do you think have listened to your views or you've spoken to throughout your life that might have changed a small aspect in theirs i'd be lying if i said people that i was moved by him you know quite frankly I'd, I'd be lying if i said i wasn't inspired because you know this is it. i used to this is it. i used to think we i was having good days true story i used to think i was having good days ned I used to think I was having good days. And then I would talk to him for like five minutes. I'd say, all right, we got this done. We got this done. We got this done. And he's like, okay, first of all, your mistake was thinking you got anything done. You got to start all over and you got to do it all. Like this. And you know what? You know what? That attitude, that attitude right there is what made things change and made things improve. So I can say from personal experience, going back many, many years, that that was a positive impact. Just saying. When you value yeah. others greater than yourself. It's not just that. You don't lose your faith in the human race. You do value. Everybody should value others 
Because if you didn't value other people, there is no point. Because but that under, means, but you also have to realize your value. Yeah, you do. Um, but and if and ten thousand, I'm pretty sure ten thousand people are more valuable than myself. Absolutely. No, we are all equally valuable. <laughs> no, we're not. We are. We are not. Go in the go in the prison systems. We are not equally valuable. Look, you have your points of view. Mm-hmm. You are a very argumentative person. Yes. And you will self-justify anything. But pretty much at the end point, <laughs> at the end point, each human being is equally of worth. Because when we start putting a different worth on people, like the people that are in charge have, we start to slip and forget about the actual humanity of everything. Mm-hmm. That's a slippery slope. Putting yourself saying, yeah, if I had a choice, yeah, that is an altruistic thing. Mm-hmm. That in itself could be a good thing, mm-hmm. whatever. Somebody might see it as, well, he's a bit of a dope, but, and I can mm-hmm. make some money out Absolutely. of this. I can make some money out of him. Hey, but it doesn't really matter. But the simplicity of it all, each human being is of equal worth. When we stop thinking that, I mean, that, that's the basis. It's of not everything. scientific. It's not scientific. It we are not equal. It's not scientific. That's, no, the, exactly. problem. that's the difference. No, religion the difference is, and philosophical no, idea no. versus science. Re- re- it's not a religion. It's not philosophical. You can call it spiritual. It's just basic sense. You've got to start it's somewhere. It's not science. It's not science. Science isn't everything. It is a science. It is a science it's in itself. Science. It <laughs> is. One, it, yeah. Everybody begins with the one. The cell, yes. And that is where it starts. And then it diverted. Then there's a diversity. You get diversity. And, we all make, and then each we get pers- diversity. Each cell, each diversity might attain something different, but mm-hmm. it all adds to the whole. And that is what it has. It all has some form okay, of let, purpose let, let, okay. and it keeps going. And that is let, let me, let, okay. Let me fix something here. Okay, this this so I can just we. I just wanted to argue, but what I it is 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 we are all valuable, but we are not equally valuable. Yeah, we are. No, depending what system you are, you are like. Am I okay? If I can't play basketball on a team, yeah, I have no skill in basketball. Am I valuable to that team? If That's I don't I do say. anything, you have if, I, if, own- I, if I try and give them all crack and try and get them on steroids, and that's all I'm doing. Am I of value to that team? Am I as valuable like I say, as the four of the No, no. Word. I'll teach you a word that I taught my mm-hmm. daughter. Intelligence is no good without common sense. With- you lose your common sense when you just want to argue and self-justify for the sake. If you use your intelligence with common sense in the right way, fine. If you just let slip and use your intelligence just for the sake of deliberately being stupid or whatever, you become a numpty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is right. You're an intelligent person, but you love to argue. No, you could self justify even though somebody could disagree with you. You will wrangle We're the both self justifying. We're both self justifying by our experiences of existence. You're, you're self-justifying currently because of your existence and how you've come to today. Mine are self-justifying because of my existence and my experiences of what I've got to today. We are both self-justifying. And to not realize we are that way type of people is ignorance in itself. To know that we every single moment we self-justify consistently. 
We self-justification. I self-justify my existence, do I? You do swing both sides of the fence. You just went religion and philosophy, and you just got <laughs> philosophical. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I rest my case. <laughs> exactly, but I self-justify the situation yeah, exactly. as you are self-justifying. You guys, we both are. <laughs> you guys are making this edit very, very difficult. Do you understand that? This, you can just cut gonna, us out. It's this okay. Is gonna, no, this no, is going to no, be. Actually, this is going to be exactly. filled with with creativeness is what it's going to be doing yeah okay um well you have to speak uh, yeah yeah we've yeah. lived on this planet we can argue and we can still accept each other as human beings yeah exactly period that's that's the point i will yeah, right still there. defend him with everything i can because he's a fellow human being <laughs> but we just on the nuances is we just disagree but we're still good don't worry johnny we're not going to go out you, and i'm not going to find him can, can you home. imagine? <laughs> so you need a vaccine passport that, to, to get anywhere. I know that's but, the problem. That's that was my only issue. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine how awful this world would be if everybody agreed, which is what they're trying to get everybody to do? They're trying. No, that would be ants, and that would suck. That would. That's suck. that's where we are. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's let's just go. Let, let's go one at a time. Does anybody have any closing points? Because this is. I would say I, clean I would, up some trash. You don't have any trash please. to clean up where you are. Well, there is. I found some. Because I the, uh, the only thing I would say is, after all this misdirection and everything, people have to rediscover their self and their sense of community because that's what we've mm. lost. Yes. There you go. We agreed. That's great. Well, absolutely. There are many things we agree on. Oh, no, GP. <laughs> GP, do you have any closing points for the listener? Seriously, if we, if we can just spend just 10 minutes every day just making an impact on our planet, we can make a difference. Just 10 minutes. Yeah. 7 billion people out there. Come on. On an individual basis, it'll work. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Bruce, you got any closing Please. points? Go ahead. Yeah, say I, just, I, I, I just, I, I, I really hate old plumbing and houses. That's all I have to say. I just, <laughs> I hate old plumbing. Yeah, I don't know what he's referring to. I yeah. can't keep up with the new yeah. gen slang. You know what? Is, are you referring to the economics of what's going on in the Baltic states? Is that what you're referring to in plumbing? Uh, I, I'm confused. Yes, it's called Nord Stream 2. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this has been uh, an extremely long podcast. I don't think we've ever done one this long. Th this, one's, this one's really long. Uh, this is going to be close to two hours uh, by the time we get done, if not over just a little bit. Uh, GP's over there shaking his head saying, oh, no, yeah, you need to cut all that. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's been uh, I think it's been constructive. It's been creative. Again, we don't have any scripts here. So we just kind of went with wherever the conversation was going to go. Uh, and I like that. I like the organic uh, aspect of it. But you know what? All the points you guys put out tonight, whether you agreed or not, the, the point is, is that when you disagree on something, you walk away. And we still respect each other for your different points of view. That's the point. Definitely. We got we got into this podcasting thing because it, it was never supposed to be about this, the, all this uh, COVID or anything. We didn't even know what the hell COVID was. It wasn't supposed to be about that. It wasn't supposed to be about the government. It wasn't supposed to be about what else we do. It wasn't supposed to be about like the social credit or anything like that. It wasn't supposed to be about that. We knew about that stuff, but it wasn't supposed to be about that. It was supposed to be about a more in-depth focus of what Ned just said and what GP just said, it's the aspect of making yourself better. We wanted to be able to create a, a platform where we could give people the tools to rediscover what it is for them to improve themselves. That's what it was supposed to be about. And that follows along with what 
Benjamin Franklin said, by making yourself better, the world is a better place. Don't be afraid of moving too fast. Be afraid of standing still. And gentlemen, I don't want to stand still. I'm not afraid of moving too fast. And I have every intention. And I've been working ever since we've started this to improve not only myself, but everything else that we do here. I'm not going to do any fancy outros or anything like that, but I want to thank you guys for being here today. I want to thank all of the listeners. Everyone have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. For those of you who are listening to us on Monday, have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow.